0: You
1: know how fast you're going? What? How fast, how
0: fast you're going? going?
1: I don't know. Ten? Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot. turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, as always, the Iceman in the MCC Studios, the Clubhouse, as I like to call it. Uh, We're recording this Sunday late evening, even though we had discussed doing it earlier. Uh, Couldn't get off our lazy asses and do it, so uh, my Louisiana people or whatever, I'm everyone made it through hurricane delta uh unscathed as humanly possible we were fortunate in our neck of the woods we didn't sustain any uh damage on uh our property here Uh, some limbs broke and stuff like that but nothing that couldn't be picked up Uh, i know they did have damage other places around here i think we were i don't know around 45, 50 mile an hour winds, I think some gusts a little bit higher than that, nothing too major and we didn't get barely get any any type of rain, I mean, my yard's almost dried up, But some uh, poor people down in Cameron Parish, Lake Charles area, uh, God bless you, uh, it's like y'all's second hit in just a couple months, uh, so I hope it's. Stays quiet for y'all for quite a while. Give y'all time to recover from it. I know Freebirds. Uh, I talked to him. He was uh, actually in uh, Lake Tahoe. Took Mrs. Freebird on uh, her fiftieth birthday surprise uh, birthday present to Lake Tahoe. We went to their party recently. Uh, happy fiftieth birthday, Miss Freebird and. Freebird did throw a very, very nice surprise birthday party. It was quite fancy, good food and good drinks, and enjoyed ourselves. Uh, he did call me the next day or so and said that the law enforcement did show up about 15, 20 minutes after we left for the loud music complaint they did receive. Uh, they did have a live band, but uh, they didn't get in trouble or nothing like that, but I think it's funny. He did get the cops called on him. Since we did discuss that, that it was probably going to happen because the band was pretty loud. On my stories, though, I will uh, be—I am in the studio solo again. I didn't try to—I didn't even try to get a guest due to the hurricane that was coming in. Didn't know how bad it was going to hit us because at one point it was heading straight for us. Another point, you know, when it turns, you never know. So it turned. we didn't get a big as big as lick as we thought we were gonna get, fortunately for us, unfortunate for other people. So I didn't uh align uh try to set anybody up to come on because you know, they could have been working or didn't have power or maybe couldn't even get here or whatever if the roads were closed. So y'all yeah, are stuck with me alone again. So, like I said last week, I've been talking about it a little bit. I've been writing shit down because I'm old and I forget shit. So, I took a few notes. I might throw a old time, back in the day story up in here or something. So, let's see. Monday was so exciting. Uh, nothing exciting happened at all. That's what I have written down for Monday. Nothing. <laughs> Tuesday was a little bit better. I usually write, I, I do work on. Uh, it was a nice day went out and worked some overtime writing tickets you always pretty much always gonna get a story or two when you're writing tickets well, Tuesday morning started off early uh with the calls uh i I go ten eight at which ten eight I mean I go on duty at seven o'clock in the morning seven a m and uh at seven at they get it we get a call, we go over there, it happened to be right inside the city. It was a motorcycle versus a car. Well, I'm gonna tell you how those always end up. It's kinda obvious is the car's gonna fucking win. Well, it was the, the it was the car's fault. Most of it anyway, the majority of it. The car turned in front of the motorcycle is making a left hand turn in front of the motorcycle. They hit almost head-on. Guy was ejected. Uh, He's he's damn lucky. I think he might have just. I think might have fractured his kneecap or 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 something like that. It was just. It wasn't no major injuries. Nothing that he he probably got released from the hospital that afternoon or the next day, if not sooner. So, he was damn lucky. Of course, this uh, it was a it was one of what we call crotch rockets sports bike. This thing was a hunk of fucking shit this dude was driving. Come to find out, the guy that sold it to him sold it to him as a parts bike. So he had no title. Uh we did run the VIN. Uh, of course comes back nothing nothing. You know, don't it's not even in the system anywhere. He has no license plate. No insurance. Uh at least he had a helmet on. No no endorsement. I'm I'm talking nothing point of this is, it's about 10 minutes before this crash occurred. We found out this guy's driving uh, like an idiot, like passing vehicles where he should be passing, driving in between vehicles, passing them, stuff like that, like like large cane trucks hauling sugar cane and stuff like that. The reason we know this is because the second ambulance that arrived on the scene Happened to be, she would, this female EMT happened to be on her way to work to their, uh, I don't know, little, little building that they work out of and get dispatched out of. She was one of them that he like blew past and was driving reckless around while she was on her way in. And now she's at the crash working at, working a crash. So we're going to call. That's what you call a, a really good case of karma right there. And uh the tires on his fucking motorcycle, I looked at it. The, the back tire, I, it was so fucking bald I could see the air in it. I mean, it was all kind of fucked up shit. So even if she turned in front of him, I'm sure if he probably wasn't speeding and driving like an idiot, this crash wouldn't have occurred or he would had time to stop because there wasn't even any brake marks. So, karma strikes. Hopefully, the guy learned his lesson. They said he didn't get hurt too bad, nothing major. The car's gonna to be totaled out from this motorcycle. I said. That's karma. Hope this guy learned his lesson. I'm gonna throw this out there. Before I forget, I res- did receive an email from a Tyler. I'm not going to the last names or locations or nothing. Uh, appreciate it very much. Uh, congratulations. I believe you said you were getting ready to uh, start Police Academy or something in January, I believe. Good luck with it. Man, I know I don't talk about the training and stuff. If you have any question or anything about that, shoot me an email. When you get out of academy, get some time under your belt or whatever if you want to. When you got Academy, want to talk about Academy? Shoot me an email. We'll we'll get you as a call in guest because you know you're not local or anything. But I appreciate it. Uh, BAM did mail out some stickers to you, and uh, I hope you got them. If you haven't got them already, you should be getting them. I know they were mailed out uh, earlier in the week. So thanks for listening, and I appreciate it tremendously. Let's get into my rant. And believe it or not, this one is not interstate related at all or driving related. Pisses me off when you pull up to a gas station and the the pumps are, are des, you know, designed and put there certain distances apart and everything. So you can get more than one car in there. When you get these the stupid motherfucker going to pull in, but they pull in where they're blocking both pumps, but they're only getting gas on one fucking pump. And you can't, so you're just sitting out there waiting and waiting because there's no pumps available. And then you watch them pump their gas. They see you sitting there waiting. They're going to, instead of getting in their car and moving it, they're going to meander their ass inside and go fucking shopping to go buy whatever. Fucking just, just get in your car and move it to a parking space instead of. We're just sitting out there watching, watching you fucking shop. Everybody's just living in their own bubble, like I said before. Living in their own bubble. I'm the only person in the fucking world. I'm going to take up two two gas pumps because I don't know how to fucking pull up properly. And now I'm going to go inside to buy me some fucking Cracker Jacks or something. God, these motherfuckers like that piss me off. And I finally do get pulled up at another pump having me next to the dumb motherfucker. And... I'm out pumping my gas before I go out on New State and write tickets. They're going to come out and, go, oh. and they're going to nod and try to be nice, and I'm just sitting there looking at him like, I just want to look at him and say, are, are you just that stupid? Are you that stupid? Do you see how you fucking parked here? But no, I just nodded back. But God, I wanted to say something so bad. So that's my rant this week. Do not block two gas pumps when you're pumping your fucking gas. Pay attention. And if you, and after you finish pumping your gas, if you're going to go inside and you see other people waiting to get fuel, move your fucking car. So then I finally get out on the interstate from getting gas i give myself some woosah because I don't want to start writing tickets in a, a fucked up bad mood. I clock and pull over a pickup truck doing 91 and a 60. Uh, you know, there's um uh, car haulers uh, you can rent from like U-Haul where it's just like the two front tires of the car. You put on the little trailer and it straps down and you pull your car. Once called a car hauler, I, I, I'm not sure the technical name of it, but this this pickup truck was had one of those behind it, doing 91 miles an hour when I stopped him. Now they got stickers all over this motherfucker that says "Max Speed 55 miles per hour." Big fucking stickers on it. I walk up, get the driver's license and you know same old information from the guy and stuff and you know. I'm like, are you trying to get yourself killed? Or are you trying to get somebody else killed? Because this thing's gonna is bouncing all over the damn place. It's not making that kind of speed. Oh, I'm just in a hurry. You know, we're gonna go to get this car that had been, you know, towed from broken down on the interstate. I mean, the car had been fucking the impound for like at the record yard for like a month, and now you're in a big ass hurry to go get it. You know, is it? I'm in a hurry. I said, do you, "Do you realize how fast these trailers are rated for?" Well, the female that was with him says, "55." I said, "Well, you going to let her drive because at least she knows how." this <laughs> they got big ass stickers on it. Other than that, they 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 were nice people and everything. And he took his ticket and was totally okay with him. And I'm telling him, "Look, slow down. You, you're gonna get yourself killed. Worst case scenario is this thing's gonna come off or bounce around and hit a car and hurt." Some innocent people just driving home from vacation or something like that. 91 in a 60, pulling an empty car hauler trailer. That was the first stop. First stop Tuesday. So we started at the first one. We're going straight to the last stop I made Tuesday. This is a little bit after six. because None of the others in between were like 10 or 12 of them. None of them. Worthwhile talking about Just plain old boring traffic stops, which are great. Don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining about those at all. The last one I stopped, this guy's driving on uh, like one of these little vans where people call and they'll pick you up and bring you back and forth to the doctor or whatever. His private transport van, people transport van. Well, I got him doing. It was, I think, I believe it was 78 in the 60, which is 18 over. So I pull them over, make the stop. Like I said, same spiel as always. No, I'm sorry. It was not 78. It was 86, 86 miles an hour in this little van. The one before that, I got two transport vans this day. First one was 76. This one was doing 86 in the 60. I go up and get the guy's information and stuff and. I tell him how fast he's going, stuff like that. Well, I come back with his it with the, with the ticket for him. Said, he's like, look, man, so I'm I'm just in a, in a hurry. I'm like, well, I, I, I didn't look at him, telling, him. I'm thinking to myself, well, that's fucking obvious. Because if you wasn't in a hurry, you wouldn't be doing eighty six and sixty. He's like, oh, I'm just in a hurry. I'm like, there, uh, an emergency or something? You're in a hurry for? Well, you know the hurricane's coming. Well, I just kind of look at this guy. I said, the hurricane's coming? Yeah, that's why I'm in a hurry. The hurricane's coming. This was Tuesday. The hurricane impact was not supposed to hit until late, late Friday, which was correct. I'm not sure the exact time. So we we were getting uh, winds around here picked up probably around 7, 8 o'clock that night, Friday evening, Friday night. This was Tuesday. And he said he was in a hurry to get home because the hurricane was coming Tuesday and the hurricane didn't hit until Friday. Good try, buddy. Good try. Here's your ticket. Have a nice day. Don't give me an excuse for hurricane. Now, if the hurricane was actually hitting while I was giving you the ticket, maybe I'd probably let you go. I probably wouldn't be out there writing tickets. Don't give me an excuse on a Tuesday. That you're speeding for Hurricane. It's going to be here on a Friday. So sad. So sorry. Oh, and uh, I do want to talk about this other. We did get a second email uh, from a listener this week. We have emailed back and forth a couple times. They've had some questions and stuff. So uh, I want to give a little shout out. And uh, excuse me if I don't say the name right. I believe it's Luva. And they are in Switzerland, I believe. And uh, we've went, talked back and forth on email a few times. Didn't mail a sticker there because I don't know how much that would cost to me going overseas like that. But I have enjoyed the emails from Luva. And uh, thank you for listening. One of them that she did say she was listening to the uh, Doc Holiday episode and said, think they were eating breakfast at the time and i guess one part of it may made them laugh enough to where they said that uh milk come out their nose so that's my intent i like to make people laugh uh life is serious enough in the world today especially serious enough and it's nice if you can put a smile and make somebody chuckle every now and then so thanks luva i hope you keep listening and I'll respond to your email whenever you email me back. And anybody else that does decide to email me, just let them know. As soon as I see it, uh, I try to email back. I haven't got a ton of emails, but everybody that has emailed me knows that I will email them back personally. So let's get back to the stories. And this one is a way back, and I'm talking way, way, way Way back in the day story, probably a good 20-plus years ago. This is when I was just been on a couple of years at this point. I never made a name up for this guy. Uh, we worked together for a while. He was a canine officer. Uh, unfortunately, he died years back and uh, got cancer and did not survive it. And, yeah, we, we were close to the same age, uh. It was a sad time, but uh, unfortunately, this this guy didn't get to finish out his life or career. He was an extremely smart guy, too. But we were got dispatched, off, like I said, 20-something years ago to like a disturbance call or something like that. And uh, this house we went to, it's in uh, a lower part of the parish, which is uh, very flood-prone. Uh, by a river and everything else so the house was probably a good 15 feet in the air, elevated on uh, poles however you, you want to say it there's a lot of steps going up there when I get there and I don't remember how or when, like I said it's so damn long ago the, the general, you know, main points of the call, but me and the, the guy got into a He didn't want to go to jail. So I end up fighting this guy on these steps. And I happen to, while I'm fighting with this guy trying to get him handcuffed, I happen to see my partner over there and he's poking. This big old fat, like, I think it was a lab or, or a golden retriever or something like that. I'm not sure which type. The dog was really, really, really fat and he was just laying there, wasn't even moving. I look over there and he, he's poking this fucking dog. And I'm fighting with this motherfucker over here. I'm thinking, well, there's my backup <laughs> poking a fucking dog. I finally get this motherfucker handcuffed and I turn around and I look at my partner. And I'm like, dude, the fuck, why wouldn't you help? It? And he looked at me. He never missed beating. He's like, That dog's he's like, That dog's still alive. I'm like, I don't fucking care if that dog's alive or not. And he's like, but look at it. It looks like it's dead. It was sleeping. It, it was so fat doing one move. He was more worried about figuring out Columbo I was working with was more worried about fucking figuring out if this fucking dog was alive while I was over here fighting. He's like, I knew you had it. I've looked at you. i like, I appreciate it, motherfucker. This is the same guy. That I got my ass chewed out one time. I got called into the office and threatened about. I threatened. I was threatened to be fired and all kind of other shit. Got my ass chewed out because this woman called, said that I was at her house. She was drunk, and that I laughed. I was laughing at her in her face. I had no earthly fucking clue of what this administration person was talking about. I'm talking, I was clueless. I'm like, I have no idea what you talking about. <laughs> I hadn't been on no calls, and I was laughing at any drunk person. So anyway, I got my ass chewed out. You know, if you ever do it again, you're going to be fucking fired, blah, 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 blah. You're going to do this, 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 and this, this to you. And I'm just, at this point, I got steam coming out my ears. And I was, I was 20-something years old. Wasn't that experienced back then. Nowadays, I, I know how to if administration come at me with something like that, I'm not just going to sit there and take it like that. I'm going to defend myself more vigorously and stuff like that but with a better tone than I would have had back then. But anyway, I leave the office. Steam coming out of my fucking ears. I am fuming mad. And I ran into the same fellow, <clears throat> my, my partner, Columbo, that we were running around with. And he's like, I, I, I'm just, I'm beyond mad. He's like, man, what, what's wrong with you? I'm like, dude, so I just got called in, and they threatened to fire me because some woman called in, said that I went to her house, cussed her, at, I mean, uh, and was laughing at her while she was drunk, and they said that she had one of my business cards. I'm like, I have no clue what they fucking talking about, none whatsoever. Well, he starts laughing. Uncontrollably. I'm like, dude, I, I really don't find the humor in this. This ain't fucking funny. I'm mad as a motherfucker. I, I mean, I'll take an ass to him for something I did, but I'm not going to take an ass to him for something I fucking didn't And I I was just on a roll. And I'm like, so, so you need to stop fucking laughing. I don't know why you think it's so funny. Well, then he, he finally gets a hold to himself. And the reason he thought it was so funny, he was because it was him that was on the call that laughed in the drunk woman's face and said that she wanted his name and his card that so she could call and complain on it. And this motherfucker took his own card, turned it over and wrote my fucking name on it. And that bitch called in and complained on me. And I wasn't even there. And now, I mean, this shit's funny. I mean, this, the bitch was so drunk. She couldn't look on the card and see whose name was printed on it. But he wrote my, he did. He wrote my name on the back of the card. And, that's who that she called in and called and say, I threatened I, I, they were threatening to fire me, and I wasn't even fucking there. That wasn't the only time that ever fucking happened to me. me threatening to be fired for something I didn't do, but fucking Colombo did that shit to me, and I have stories here and there from him like I said it's been so fucking long ago. I got to sit down and, and really think about shit so as I remember stories, like I said, started writing stuff down now. Because I say, tell myself, oh, that's a story, you could talk about that. Then when it comes down to me record I forgot what I wanted to uh, tell a story about. So I'm trying to reorganize myself and get my story straight. We're going to take a small break real quick, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about a couple of news stories and stuff. So y'all uh, sit tight. <laughs> Hold up. Stop. What is that shit? Yes, that's better. Perfectly dysfunctional. One messed up crazy family having conversations about who knows what. Alright, welcome back from break. Uh, I'll go check out that uh, Perfectly Dysfunctional podcast if you want to hear one fucked up ass family talking about just fucking anything they're they're a bunch of crazy motherfuckers so go check them out don't if you get offended easily because uh they may put your mind in warp zone or something like that because like i said they're they are raw and very unscripted and unedited so let's get into the in the news story i'm sure uh this was national news been all over the place, but, of course, like I have grandchildren. So it really, like, popped up to me. Because I've had to listen to this song for a, lo- a lot of times, the back to the back to back, when she was a little bit younger. And this one's out of Oklahoma City. About the two former Oklahoma jail employees and their supervisor face a misdemeanor charge of cruelty. After investigation found, they forced inmates to stand handcuffed for hours and hours listening to the children's song Baby Shark on repeat, the prosecutor said on Monday. So at least four inmates were sec- secured to a wall with their hands cuffed behind them while the song played on a loop at a loud volume for hours. The Oklahomian, Oklahoma, whatever newspaper that is reported the separate incidents occurred November and December, according to court records. Misdemeanor charges were filed on the former Oklahoma County jail employees, Gregory Cornell Butler Jr., Christian Charles Miles, both 21, and their supervisor, Christopher Raymond Henderscott. If I said that right, probably didn't. He's 50. My point is, is he's 50. He got these two. Twenty-one-year-old jail employees. He knew about it. He should have stepped in and made him stop it right away. I mean, it didn't. Did it hurt him? No. I mean, it might have caused brain damage. Having to listen to Baby Shark on repeat that many times over and over and over again. But it is considered cruel and unusual punishment. He should have shut that shit down. He's senior guy. He's the boss. He did know better. So. The DA, district attorney, said he uh, was unfortunate he could not find a felony statute to fit that scenario where he would have filed felony charges on these people. They're accused of imposing and the discipline and the supervisor uh, of knowing about it and not stopping it. The sheriff said on Monday that Butler and Miles resigned during the Internal Affairs investigation and Henderson. Henderson Scott retired. We don't tolerate it, the sheriff said, of mistreatment. We always did an excellent job policing ourselves. And of course I don't have to get to it. We all know I don't think anybody, unless you living in on the moon, did not know about Baby Shark. That could be cool. I mean that just over and over and over. Baby Shark. I was subjected to that myself with the granddaughter over and over and over again, and that is cruel and unusual punishment big time cruel and unusual punishment. I usually only do one story, but I did see a i did see a second story that really caught my eye so and uh it's the police. Find suspicious devices on Trump's signs. This was in uh, Maryland. Said several suspicious devices were found, uh, found on Trump-Pence campaign signs around Maryland city. But uh, they had the bomb squad go out and uh, check it out to see what they were. And there was these small devices on them. We kind of found out they were these little uh, alarms that people put on them. So when somebody stole the sign, the alarm would start, you know, chirping or screaming loud and all that stuff. I could just see them rolling out there. Damn bomb squad to the Trump signs. Somebody did put these signs in, uh, it was on, it was on a government property or right of or something, which I'm assuming that's illegal everywhere. Uh, I know it's it's illegal here. I believe from that story, it said they're that's illegal in Maryland. also. But they were putting on. Uh, it was put on public land and not on private property, so they were removed. But uh, that's, I think that's quite funny. They were putting alarms on the fucking Trump signs so when people went to steal them. Uh, I don't think we've had too many. I haven't heard about any too many political signs being stolen. I know, uh, Jim Brown, the guy that was on episodes back, running for police chief, which that'll be coming up the same day as presidential election. Uh, Cover for Jim Brown if you live in that area and you know him. But I know he had a few signs that were uh, stolen in his area, but I haven't heard any presidential stuff. But the alarm thing is quite quite innovative stuff like that. Be cool if you could electrify them but um, I believe that would be illegal but don't do that I'm just said I thought it would be for the people that was stealing them you know to get a little electric shock like from a cattle electric fence thing or something like that but don't do that it's illegal other than that I don't I don't have a whole lot this week uh, like I said we we survived the hurricane Everybody else I know survived the hurricane. And um, hopefully this week is going to be gorgeous coming up. Oh, Monday is uh, Columbus Day. So, happy Columbus Day. Yay for me. I'm off for that particular holiday. So, uh, I'll probably be in the yard picking up tree debris, limbs and stuff that blew all over the place. Because you have quite a bit of that in the yard. Uh, if you all know, Still waiting, like I said, if y'all want to email me, send me some emails, I will email you back. You send me your address, I will send you a sticker, you know, like I said, free of charge, we'll mail it out to you, uh, if you have any questions or anything, uh, want to be a calling guest, you know, firemen, EMTs, jailers, corrections, dispatchers, want to come on, tell you stories, like I said, we'll talk, get your nickname made up. Keep you anonymous and uh, come talk, talk to me and tell your stories to my listeners. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Parlor. Um, I do put stuff up on uh, Twitter and Parlor more frequently than Facebook. Bam does the Facebook stuff and uh, sometimes I forget to send her the stuff I'm putting on Twitter to put on Facebook with my old age. So, everybody stay safe, uh, stay honest, and uh, always remember to smile because the Iceman could always be behind you.
0: I'm cranking up on the throttle. This is how legends are made.